What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. They say by 2054, we will have a zero to negative network, a zero to negative network, but black people will have amazing weddings. We spent $30,000 on a, on a wedding when on average we're making $40,000 to $45,000 a year. Makes no freaking sense. What's happening? No cap. We Bride is going viral right now for spending $47 on her wedding dress and tying the knot on a $500 budget. What? Y'all gotta check out this video and then we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> this is amazing. Check it out. $500 seems impossible, but one bride planned her whole day for just that. She never set the budget. She says she focused just on one thing, not going into debt. Kiera and Joel Brokenbrow had a plan in place for their wedding. Our goal was to just be as minimal as possible and to spend um, the least amount of money as possible. And they did just that. The whole ceremony cost just $500. A lot of people gifted us things. Like my godmom, she gifted us flowers. My sister gifted us the runner. My god sister and my auntie gifted us with the cake. Weddings can cost a fortune. The national average, close to 30 grand. And in Kiera and Joel's home state of California, the average is even higher. Dress is check. So how did Kiera pull it off? She started with the dress, which cost just $47. I didn't want to spend a lot of money on a dress because I had the mindset, I'm going to wear this one time for a few hours. Then she found the perfect location right off the freeway. Keyword being free. And for the reception, guests paid for their food and drinks themselves. The people we had there, they understood the assignment. They understood the things that we were trying to do, and they really supported us. Kiera hoping their wedding on a budget serves as a reminder to other couples thinking of taking the leap themselves. You have a wedding with witnesses there to witness you um, vowing to your spouse, vowing to God that you guys are going to stay together for life, and then you celebrate with food, 
drink and dance. And that's exactly what we did. Okay, so a lot of people have been asking, how did she get that wedding dress for less than 50 bucks? She bought it online, and because she's really tall, she actually didn't need any alterations, which also saved her a lot of money, because alterations can add up quickly, Michael. And what saved a lot of money was guests pay for their own food and drinks. Well, and a lot of her friends and family gifted them things for the wedding. So she also said she couldn't have done this without the support of her friends and family. $500, that's quite the accomplishment. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> Yo, listen! Kiara and Joel, if you all are watching this, I need you to reach out to me. Holler at me on Instagram. DM me ASAP. I'm flying you both to the table, both to DC. I want y'all on the show because this is brilliant. These are two African-American black people, black people who say, yo, listen, um, 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 <laughs> Yo, listen, we don't want to go into debt. Listen, the average across the world is $28,000 for a wedding. And in it, where they live, it's $33,000. Um, um, a lot of you all watching this right now saying, yo, this is stupid. This is crazy. No, this was brilliant because we have two black people where the majority of us are struggling. They say by 2054, we will have a zero to negative net worth. A zero to negative net worth. But black people will have amazing weddings. We spent $30,000 on a, on a wedding when on average we're making $40,000 or $45,000 a year. Makes no freaking sense. We make black men in America. 48% of black men will make $38,000 this year. But then yet you want to justify? You, 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 you want to justify spending $30,000, $28,000, $15,000 on a wedding? Heck no. Yo, Kiara and Joel, y'all got to get the DC. DM me. I'm flying you out ASAP. I, I, I want to dive deeper into y'all's story because y'all just inspired so many people by that message. And Kiara, Joel, it's your wife. But Kiara, you look beautiful in that $47 dress. I don't care what nobody say. You don't need to spend $4,700 on a freaking dress to look beautiful. And, and listen to what she said. Oh, my gosh. Listen to what she said. Oh, oh, ah. Listen to what she said, yo. She said, listen, people are coming on an assignment. They knew why they were coming. They were coming to celebrate with us. They were coming to pray over us. They were coming to help us usher in this union, not to look at expensive stuff, not to have expensive food. No, they said, I want them to come and to celebrate a union to pray for me and my husband, to pray for me and my wife, to pray for us as we start this union together. And the last thing they wanted to do was get into debt over it. So she got a $47 dress. They put over to the side of the highway where it was free and got married. Probably had a very quick wedding. One of the things I've always told people, right? I never understood why the most expensive thing when it comes to weddings is it's not the, really the dress. It's, it's not the venue. It's the food. It is the reception. And I've always asked myself, why am I paying you to come celebrate with to come celebrate me. Like, like, why am I spending $15,000 on food? You know, why am I getting into all this debt that some people are getting into? Why am I, for me, Anthony O'Neill, why am I um, um, having this expense 
at my wedding. No, man. Nah. Um, I can't speak for me and my wife because I don't know who I'm married. And, and I've learned to not say what I will not do with my wife. But I will have a very honest conversation with my girlfriend, <laughs> uh, with my woman. Say, listen, I'm not spending a lot of money on a wedding. Because for me, weddings is just like what Kiara said. It's like, man, I don't want a whole bunch of people at my wedding. I want people who I know is rooting for me. I want people who I know while they're at the wedding, they are praying for me. They are interceding for me and my wife. They are they are sending angels into the future because they know we're going to have arguments. They know we're going to feel like giving up and I want them interceding. I don't want people showing up just to see, just to be nosy. No, I want people there who love us, who want to see us win, who's rooting for us, who believes in us, not ex-girlfriends, ex-friends, ex-people who just want to be at at probably one of the, the, the greatest days of my entire life just to be known, just to talk about her dress, just talk about what I had on, just talk about the venue. No, man. No. Listen, you, you don't have to. Listen to me very closely. Um, you don't have to rack up a whole bunch of debt to, to be married. I get it. I get it, ladies. I get it, gentlemen. This is probably the second best decision of your entire life. The first decision is when you gave your life to Jesus Christ as a Christian, right? Um, number two, it's when you decide to do life, to build the kingdom, to to uh, contribute to this earth with the partner, to to marry someone that prayerfully you two will bring another life into this world and the last thing man that i really want y'all to do is to get into debt is to rack up all of this expenses and then get into year three of your marriage year five of your marriage and you're still paying for your expensive wedding You know, my mom, my biological mom and my, my father, right, never got, they never had a wedding. My biological mom and, and, and father, I say other father, but he's my father, right? I hate the term stepfather. He's my daddy. Um, they never had a wedding, never had a honeymoon. And you know why? Because they couldn't afford it. And... I want you to have a wedding. And I'm not saying I want you to spend $500 on a wedding. But what I am saying is be wise and think about your future. Think about what, what you want to do. Um, about what? It was about two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, um, I got a text message from a guy. And he said, hey, man, my, my, my girlfriend wants to go to Greece to celebrate our two-year anniversary, but I want to pay off this debt, and I want to pay off this debt this month uh, so I can buy her ring next month and propose to her the month following. So let's do it. let me say this again. His girlfriend wants to go to Greece in three months. He's saying, I want to propose in three months. He asked me, what should he do? And I said, brother, listen here, man. I will, I will continue with your plan, pay off the debt, 
man, get the most amazing ring that's within your budget and propose and tell her, babe, I got something uh, better for you. Instead of going to Greece as my girlfriend, drop on one knee and I want you to go with me to Greece as my wife. You see, when we can put our priorities first, everything else will fall into place. Kiara and Joel have really showed us the example of priorities. We want, we want to go into our marriage freedom, not, not in bondage. And, and, and oftentimes, you don't understand, some people are going, oh, God just gave it to me. Uh, 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 Pastor Michael, uh, Pastor, Mike, uh, uh, Pastor Mike McClure said this to me a few years ago. He said, man, so many people are in beautiful bondage and so many people are getting married going into beautiful bondage. They have beautiful pictures. They had a beautiful ceremony. They had a beautiful reception. All this amazing, tasteful food, this beautiful honeymoon coming back to beautiful bondage. $30,000, $50,000 in debt having to go out there and work hard and get extra jobs and put things on credit cards now and put things on personal loans because they weren't willing to sit here and say, you know what? We don't need all this. What we need is each other. What we need to do is make sure that we lay down a solid foundation going into our marriage. The last thing you want to do going into the first year of your marriage is being, is, is having a bunch of debt that was unnecessary. And so Kiara, Joel, my hat's off to you. DM me if you all see this video. If y'all know Kiara or Joel, send them a message, show them this video. I am personally flying them to DC to come to the table and I just wanna talk why. Like, because I get slammed when I say, I'm not spending 10 grand on, on a wedding. I, you know, and, and honestly, when I talk to my woman, I'm saying, listen, I'm, I don't wanna do a lot on a wedding. Now I'll drop a lot on the honeymoon, and, and, and because of, because of my financial resources today, but man, listen, she going to have to really, I don't know if I want to spend a lot of money on the reception. I'm just going to be real. <laughs> I'm just going to be real. So listen, if you're watching this, I like to end my, I like to end my reactions with this. If you are about to get married, the very first thing there's three things that you all need to do. Here's number one. Number one is you two need to sit down and write the vision for your marriage. What do you want the first year looking like? And what do you want year one, year three, year five? And I'm talking about financially. What 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 is the vision for your money going into your marriage, right? Once you have the vision for your money, your vision for your money should set the budget for your wedding. Okay, so if your vision is we want to pay off debt, your vision is you want to pay off your city loans, your vision is y'all want to go purchase a home. Okay, cool. What is going to prevent us from doing that and what's not going to prevent us from doing that? And if y'all come back and say, you know what, we can accomplish this one to three year financial vision with the $10,000 budget. Cool. But if you're saying, yo, we only can do this if we only spend $2,000 on a wedding, $1,000 on a wedding. Great. And don't be ashamed to tell your family, hey. Here's our vision, you guys. And here's why we're not doing this big old wedding because it's one day for you all and we got to go and live the rest of our life. No. Now, if you come back, let's say that's 15,000, 20,000. Cool beans. But the first thing is, what's the vision? And the vision tells you what's your budget. Here's number two, stick to the vision. Stick to the vision and the mission of you two uniting together. This is a team effort. 
when you got that budget, ladies, you can't be like, but babe, can we please? Can and brothers, you can't be like, no, babe, can we please? No. Once you have that budget for the wedding, stick to it. Number three. And I say this respectfully. Not everyone needs to be at your wedding. There are going to be some people disappointed with me who think they're going to be invited to my wedding, but they're not. I, I really want people in my wedding who's not there to look at how much money was spent. But I really want people there interceding. One of the greatest visions that I have is that when we get married, I want everyone somehow in a way, don't know how I was going to do it. Don't even know if my wife is going to like it. You know, uh, I'm, I'm going to ask like, hey, I want everyone at that wedding. I want them to be able to lay hands on us. I want to get a picture of just me and my wife in the middle and, and the pastor who's marrying us, our family, our parents, our siblings, our aunties, our uncles, our family, our, our loyal friends. Everyone is just touching each other. That's leading to us and praying over us. I want God's presence in the room that day because I know marriage is not easy. And I know I'm going to need God in that. God first, then we celebrate. <laughs> and we're going to celebrate with the people who I know love us. So number one, get a vision for the next three years. Number two, the vision sets, okay, the budget for the wedding. You stick to that. Then number three, at your wedding, make sure that you only have people there who genuinely love you. Joel, Kiara, love you all. Thank you for being an example. Both y'all were looking sharp. Man, amazing, amazing, amazing. Y'all, it's your boy Anthony O'Neill. Let me know your thoughts. Do you think they were right? Do you think they were wrong for this kind of wedding? Uh, drop it in the comments below. Peace out.